chicken! No! No chicken! Mess you up! Welcome back. Aerial shot looking down on rugby league headquarters at ANZ Olympic Stadium and a sea of red, white, and blue and maroon white. The most anticipated and most mysterious grand finals I think I've ever seen. Manly versus the Sydney Roosters. But here is the real entertainment right now, these two teams. This is what we've been waiting all day to see. The Roosters and the Sea Eagles. And a really good spread of fans here tonight as well. The respective teams ran out. We saw the support go up and it's, it's spread all around the, around the ground tonight. Fans have travelled. The ultimate prize waits at the end of this. Taken in the in goal by Maloney, who gives it back for Moa to come away. And Len Stewart came out of it second best. Here's Foran out the back. Brett Stewart, Steve Maddai, Tafua! George Tafua has scored in his 50th game. try based on that. Well, is that a sin, Vinny? Well, it should be. But, at the very least... They've given a try! Now, from Ballon to four and back to Brett Stewart, it's in for Matai! Matai running right around and scores! Stephen Matai has scored! Unbelievable defence. Here is Guerra. Guerra runs into a big space! Aiden Guerra! And here they go! to go back to the league with the conversion. Kick from Maloney into the end goal too deep, I think. No! No! Jennings! Jennings has fallen from nowhere! As he's kept a hand on the football, which he has, right at that's magnificent. Great that is just absolutely stupendous. It is freakish. To be travelling at that speed and then control the ball the way he did there, that is freakish. And a huge kick. This, this kick is to win the grand final and not have us possibly go to goal with the point. They lead by eight. They'll go on and win this. Maloney then, 15 in. From the eastern side, 20 out. And there goes the shot. It's online. It couldn't be straighter. It could not be any straighter. Uh, it becomes the Proven Summons Trophy rather than the Telstra Premiership Trophy. Away now to Foran, and Foran goes back to Brett Stewart. On to Matai, on to Matai, on to Tafua, Tafua! No, I think he's grasped it outside. He's grasped it 
Sorry Manly fans, I am contractually bound to play this song. Well, good day, footy fans. It's not the footy show, episode 145. I'm Warwick Nicholson. 
your host for a very brief grand final review of the Sydney Roosters 26-18 win over the Manly Seagulls last night at ANZ Stadium in Sydney. Great game of rugby league, a great grand final. And as we talked about leading into the actual uh, game last night, potentially we had a chance to have the first great grand final since maybe 2003, 4, 5, 6, around that area, and it didn't disappoint. But who will I chat to today? Well, it's a question that you will have to wait and see, because as I record this introduction, I've only chatted to Maria Charles. So we'll see what happens over the course of the next 10 minutes or so. It's been a great opportunity just to reconnect with all you guys uh, and girls listening to the show on iTunes and wdinkelson.com. Thanks very much for just the feedback of, of, that you've enjoyed having us back. It's been great. Uh, to be able to produce this for you once again. Is it back next year? Look, I don't know. It really depended on a few things this season that didn't come to- together. Uh, will it happen by next year? It's up in the air. Uh, I'm hopeful that if you don't hear not the footy show, you hear some sort of daily, regular rugby league podcast on maybe more official channel. Uh, I hope that we produce the kind of show that you enjoy listening to. And as long as I shut up during my intros and don't make them too long... You might hear some Rugby League World Cup podcasts and who knows, more in the next 12 months. Congratulations to the Roosters. Far too good last night when the game mattered. Manly, great season, great playoff run, but they came up short and we will have Maria Chalice and maybe some other of our regular guests here on Not The Footy Show, episode 145, the Premiership Chooks. Australia, the chicken was ready. That is not chicken. Of course it is. I picked it out myself. Well, you picked out a rooster. Well, that would explain little Jerry's poor egg production. Okay, everybody, it's time for the Queen of Rugby League. She's been absent from the airwaves for a couple of weeks now, but she's back. She's given up her time working feverishly away on the Rugby League World Cup uh, preview edition and probably season review edition. So after the Eastern Suburbs Roosters beat the Manly Seagulls 26-18, it's Maria Cialis. Hello. Oh, I deliberately said your name wrong and you didn't pick it up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's, it's Charles, everybody, and you need to remember that uh, very, very carefully. Maria, the grand final is done. 2013 is done. Now, I want to ask you one very, very, very important question. When's the first grand final you remember? Um, I believe it was 1995. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the first one I remember vividly. In 1998, um, that's my, that's probably my fondest, well, slash worst memory of it, <laughs> which is I decorated my house in blue and white streamers. And at that point, I got what rugby league was, but um, I just assumed the Bulldogs would win. <laughs> Very and um, I was sitting in the lounge room with my dad, and, you know, we were all excited, and they didn't win, and I just turned to him and I said, what, what do you mean? I decorated the house. <laughs> um put all my time and energy, and, and, and they've lost. So I, I didn't understand what had happened. There's probably a few Manly fans who decorated their houses thinking the exact same thing this morning. Uh, Maria, yeah. I wanna, the reason I ask that is, that means you can remember, uh, you know, um, almost 20 years of grand finals. Where does last night's grand final rate as, a, as just a quality of game for you? I think it's hard to compare it to the 90s because it was still so drastically different to how the game's played now. Yep. But I think that um, in the noughties, at least, probably since about 2006, it's probably the best I've seen recently, for sure. It just had so many great moments, and, and I've already spoken about it with a, a couple of the other fellas, but... 
No, no, I haven't. Didn't hear from any other fellas. So it's just Maria and me on the grand final review of Not The Hoodie Show. There was, was there a key moment for you that, that turned this match? actually out of the line at that stage because Tafua was marked up at centre and that's where Horro got exposed. Horro moved up and Tafua didn't and that's where Guerra basically standing there by himself went, oh hang on, I've got a big gap, throw me the ball Piercy and, and he scored. Um, yeah, I agree with you that the Sonny Bill, he moved he moved to lock in the 52nd minute and 33 seconds. That was the uh-huh. defining moment for me. It was just once he got involved in the game because he wasn't getting involved out wide, um, the ball wasn't getting to enough and he just, he just said alright, time to get in my back boys and Fair effort from him. Uh, the feeling in the sheds after the game, you were able to get there? Um, yes, I luckily got the winner's sheds, which was nice. Um, they were, it, it was awesome. Just to sort of walk in and they were all obviously over the moon and, and drinking quite a bit and just <laughs> hearing um, one of my colleagues tried to interview Jared Rio Hargraves and she asked him how he felt about the win and he started singing. <laughs> um, and dancing, which I guess I guess is a good explanation. I don't know, maybe for a TV camera. But you know, I interviewed people who were drinking um, full bottles of champagne for themselves. <laughs> nice. Which is just, it was it was great. It was packed like it was mayhem. But um, uh, we managed to get we managed to talk to pretty much everyone in the Rooster side, and obviously they were just yeah over the moon. Uh, what was the best the the best feeling or the best display of emotion that you personally interviewed? Who was the, the one person you interviewed that you just went, this is awesome that they've won? Um, well, I was around... Jared, yeah, Jared was going insane. Mitchell Pierce. Um, yeah, I don't think I've, I've ever seen him that animated before. Yep. Obviously, um, he's, I've seen him a lot when he's lost big games. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. Well, no, I'm not... not not yeah, yeah, very, very good. And the Clive Churchill medal went to Daly Cherry Evans. I think we need to explore this, Maria, is that is Daly Cherry Evans unlucky or is he undeserving in getting the award? So there's a bit of conjecture over the man of the match and the process um, in which it is decided. Now, uh, basically, the Australian selectors make the decision. Now, we're not still 100% sure when they have to make that decision. According to Glenn Jackson in the Herald, Bob McCarthy said they had to make the decision with five minutes left in the game. That's their call. Five minutes left in the game. And I will point out this. I got an SMS from Matty Duncan Thursday night, Thursday morning rather, saying he has a theory that the man of the match in the grand final, the Clive Churchill medalist, always goes to a player who ends up in the Australian team. Interesting. But it's fair to say that uh, the Daly Cherry Evans probably was the best player on the field for the first 50 minutes. 
But then the game was won in the last 30. Um, your man of the match? Probably giving it to Maloney. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. But him and Sonny Bill just went up and went up another level uh, in that last. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I don't think Sonny Bill played consistently enough during the entire game. Yeah, that's that's where that's it's, it's an interesting discussion. Me. Is that I'm a big believer that you know you play to win the game. You don't play the 80 minutes to get judged over the whole 80 minutes. If when the game is there to be won, you step up and win the game. That's how I view these sort of things. It's interesting how people have different opinions, and I'm not saying it's wrong mm. either way. Yeah, it's fair just. Enough. Yeah. When the game needed him to step up and make things happen, he did. That that pass for Maloney to make the break when he may have or may not have thrown a forward pass to Minicello, but that pass that he pulled off, you could see when Sam Mower went to pass it to him, Williams had that play in his mind. Now, there's not many players that can actually see what they think they're going to do and then actually do it. And the most telling thing for me about that actual play was the player who couldn't wrap up Sonny Bill Williams, who was that? Daly Cherry Evans. Oh. Just one of those things that you notice in big games. So, uh, Daly Cherry Evans gets into the match. It's happened before. Brad Clyde in uh, 91 and Brad McKay in 93. If they need to announce it 10 minutes before um, full time because they need to engrave it, why don't they just engrave it afterwards? Well, that I would make think, sense. Yeah, I don't think any player's going to go, oh, you know, my name's not on this. Take it back. Kind <laughs> of thing. Um, I've, we sort of made the comment this morning that it's hard if they had lost by two maybe or one or you know, but they lost by eight points. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough thing to swallow, and as much probably for poor old Daly Cherry Evans as anything, because he won't he won't enjoy this accolade probably mm. until probably until they win a competition again. You know, he won't be able to look back and say, you know, I played really well in that grand final until they actually win another competition because. He's going to have that stigma attached to it, and that's not really fair on him as much as anything. And I don't know, it just it, it just reeked of decision made, 20 minutes to go, uh, which doesn't seem logical. But anyway, uh, quick one. You've got the off-season ahead of you. What's what's in store? Um, well, we do the annual, which is a great guide for rugby league lovers by <laughs> David Middleton. Nice, nice. Plug. Um, and a lot of uh, relaxing, taking some time off, going to Europe in December, um, so, it's nice. Excellent. It's well, nice and quiet. Well, Maria, it's been a pleasure catching up with you again throughout the whole season, uh, personally at, at games and whatnot, and, of course, getting you back on the show just for this uh, month of September and early October. It's been great to have you. Thanks very much for your time once again. Thank you. It's been very fun as usual. Hopefully you'll be back next year. Well, who knows in what capacity. <laughs> We've had these discussions before. Maria Charles, thank you very much for being on the show, and everybody you can follow her at... M-T-S-I-A-L-I-S and you pronounce that Alice. Beautiful. Thanks, Maria. <laughs> Thanks. This was delicious, Mrs. Ross. Oh. What are you complimenting her for? She didn't make it. Rowena did. <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing, anyway? It's Cornish game hen. What is that, like a little chicken? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's not a little chicken. <laughs> a little chicken. <laughs> It's a, it's a game bird. Yeah. Game bird? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you you hunt it? Yes. How hard can it be to kill this thing? I couldn't help but notice that you have quite a library in there. If I had a dime for every book he's actually read, <laughs> I'd be broke. 
<laughs> More wine, anyone? <laughs> Thank you. How do you like the Merlot? Merlot, I never heard of it. Did they just invent it? Oh, she's, there. she's there to the Merlot. <clears throat> Let me understand. You got the hen, the chicken, and the rooster. The rooster goes with the chicken. So who's having sex with the hen? <laughs> Talk about it another time. But you see my point here? You only hear of a hen, a rooster, and a chicken. Something's missing. Something's missing, all right. <laughs> They're all chickens. The rooster has sex with all of them. That's perverse. Okay, what you're about to hear is the audio of the video that was spotted by a lot of people last night. The little rooster's ball kid. He was supposed to go up with uh, Mitchell Pearson and give away a football and shake the hands of everybody. And the poor kid just didn't make it on stage. Uh, but everyone's picked up the fall, which is hilarious. I hope the kid's okay. But no one kept watching. And I was watching it with my flatmate uh, last night on the replay. And if you just listen and watch the video on wdnicholson.com or just on YouTube, just search Rooster's uh, Kid Stage Dives at Grand Final. You can see that he had another trick up his sleeve, this young fella, who, according to the City Morning Herald, may indeed be James Maloney's son. How cool is that? Enjoy. Okay, kids. you got to keep a real close eye on this little Roosters fan. He's just having a, having a go. Watch him. Bottom left of the screen. Oh! Personal watch here is David Smith. Please bring in a tower Smith. The reaction's a bit of, ooh, poor kid. David Smith loves it. But then Hargraves steps up to the mark, picks the kid up. He's probably crying out for mummy, but I don't actually look got a smile on his face. Is he alright? Oh, what a man. Put your pants up, JWH, but well done. Yeah, and then to all the young blokes. You see the kid? You threw the ball away. <laughs> Rewind. What a kid. He wants to get the entertainment with the kid. He's got touchdown time. NFL in his future. Forget rugby league. Sam Moore. Hey, he chucked the ball at Kenny. He's hit all sexy eyes. The male model's taken a ball to the back of the head. Well done, kid. Oh, poor kid. Oh, Sonny Bill, what a champion. Should have been man of the match, boys and girls. 27 minutes you've never seen before. Oh, they've got rid of it. No, it was Mitchell Pierce doing it. Here he is. And boom goes the dynamite. Okay, everyone, last segment here on Not The Footy Show's grand final review show. Obviously, thanks to Maria for joining me. Uh, but the other guys didn't come through with the goods. So I'm just going to give you the rundown of who won our NRL Tweet Player of the Finals Award. Um, it was up for grabs heading into the grand final. Uh, the two main contenders looked to be James Maloney and Daly Cherry Evans. But the way the voting worked is for the first three weeks of the finals, we had three voters per game giving out 4-2-1 votes. And so heading into the grand final, I can tell you that Daly Cherry Evans led. He had 17 votes uh, from the three games. Michael Gordon was second. Tyrone Roberts, Bo Scott and James Maloney all on 12 points. So we headed into the grand final and we had five voters. And the way that we changed it up for the grand final 
was that instead of 4-2-1 voting, we gave 5-3-2-1 voting. So more players potentially would be able to earn votes in the most important game of the year. Uh, I saw it as five votes to Sonny Bill Williams, as I've explained with Maria, three to James Maloney. Those two were the best players in the field. And Daly Trevins got two, and he was the next best player on the field. But ultimately, the Roosters came home strong, and, and they deserved the top two spots. And then I gave one vote to the winger, Daniel Tupo. Winger will never win the Clive Churchill medal. I've explained this a thousand times, but Michael Robinson in 2008, Jason Nightingale in 2010. Rob Deluxe, Daniel Tupo, as good as you can play in a grand finals winger. Massive impact on the match. And as I pointed out, leading into the, series, into the final, uh, grand final rather, Tupu versus Williams is going to be a mismatch, and David Williams is one of the worst performances you'll see in a grand final. He's going to do well to keep Peter Hicku out of first grade next year. So I saw it five, Sonny Bill, three to Maloney, two to DCE, one to Tupo. Matty Duncan saw it as five to James Maloney, three to Daniel Tupu, two to Daly Cherry Evans, and one to Sonny Bill Williams. Ben House, who I had a conversation with on Twitter after the game, he didn't agree with me on the, J- the Sonny Bill Williams thing, and I think he might have changed his vote by the time our conversation was over, potentially, but he ended up going with Maloney for five, DCE for three, Jake Friend for two, Michael Jennings for one for that amazing try. Matt Spillane had five for Maloney, three to Jake Friend, two to Kieran Four, and one to Steve Maddai. And Greg Delaney rounded us off with five to James Maloney, three to Daly Cherry Evans, two to Daniel Tupu, one to Sonny Bill Williams. So the man of the match of the grand final per the NRL Tweet Player of the Finals Awards was James Maloney. He polled 23 of a possible 25 votes, uh, and he was the standout choice across the five voters. Uh, Sonny Bill Williams... Ended up with seven votes, and James, uh, uh, sorry, and Daly Cherry Evans uh, had a great game. Uh, he ended up with ten votes. Uh, so that's the way that the grand final worked out, which meant that when we got to the final leaderboard after all of the finals were played, James Maloney was your player of the finals, quite rightly. He picked up votes in every single game that the Roosters played. He finished with 35 votes. Daly Cherry Evans second with 27. Michael Gordon, who was knocked out in the second week, ended up with 14. Tyrone Roberts on 12 with Bo Scott. Jake Friend on 11. Peter Hicku on 9. Aidan Guerra on 9. Kieran Foran on 8. Sonny Williams on 7. And that was your top 10. Look, thanks very much to all our voters. I've named you a thousand times. I probably should do it again, but I'm not going to. Okay, I will. Uh, quickly, <clears throat> we had Matty Duncan, Matty Trodden, Ben House, uh, myself, uh, Matt Spillane, Justin Davies, uh, Nigel Wilbo, Greg Delaney, Adrian McMurray, and Matty Vickers. Thanks again to the others that helped out through the year, including the Queen of Rugby League, Maria Chalice, with the NRT Player of the Year Awards. It can't be done without people just giving up their time and being willing to put their opinions out there for people to read. And that was just the great asset of, of this year with all the people that helped out. We just wanted to give you a, a, another view of how games are judged, and I think we ended up... Uh, crowning, I think, the best player of the final series, which was James Maloney. Hey, is that your chicken making all that noise? Oh, Jerry loves the footy show. So that'll do us. It's not the footy show's grand final review show. It's not the longest one you've ever heard. Hopefully it was just interesting enough. Uh, the Roosters, 26-18 winners over the Manly Seagulls. Uh, congratulations to the Cronulla Sharks and the Melbourne Storm, really, in the East South Wales Cup. They beat the Windsor Wolves in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final and the Penrith Panthers. Look, I said they were good things after I saw them beat a few teams later in the year. I swept aside my Canberra Raiders in the preliminary final and they were just too good for the Warriors in the NMYC Grand Final. Congratulations. Uh, I think it's their first premiership in that grade. And, of course, we've seen the Roosters dominate the last 20 minutes of their game with the Manly Seagulls to get the 2013 NRL Premiership. That'll be it. Not the footy show is done for 2013's NRL season, as I've mentioned a little bit earlier, we might be back for some ones through the World Cup. I'm not 100% sure. But it's been just a, a 
It's been a pleasure. So thanks to everybody who's been on the show, all my regular co-hosts, even the ones that left me high and dry today. We'll speak to you again, maybe, sometime, in the wide world of sports that is Not The Footy Show. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate... Not The Footy Show. On the net line, on the Tessera, Tessera. No, I think he's blasted outside. He's blasted outside. Brilliant defence. The Roosters are celebrating. They're beckoning the crowd to join the celebration. Minatello wins his second from six. Corner. Kicks over, off comes the handbrake, on goes the indicator, and we're gone, yes! Pepsi.